0: But remember, Republicans eat their young. They really do. They eat their young. Terrible statement, but it's true. And on Capitol Hill right now, we have breaking news. House Republicans have nominated Steve Scalise moments ago as their new speaker. More upheaval in the House. Just 24 hours after being nominated, Congressman Steve police dropped out of the race for speaker.
1: We're coming to you with breaking news from Capitol Hill.
0: The House Republican Conference has just selected Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan to be their new nominee for Speaker of the House. Well, I think Jim Jordan is not out of the mix. I've talked to a lot of people who still support him. I've actually talked to Democrats who who trust him at his word. I I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Jim Jordan? The Jim Jordan
1: from Ohio? Oh,
0: yes, the Jim Jordan from Ohio. Democrats in Congress? Reportedly,
2: uh, he said, quote, America wants me, end quote.
1: Yeah, I think that's bullshit. Um, I think that's probably one of the dumbest things you could probably say. So there you go.
2: You're listening to Facts and Friends. Welcome to this George Santos mystery baby Amber Alert episode of the Facts and Friends (laughs) podcast. (laughs) my name is Tino and joining me this week is my friend and co-host most of you know him as Anthony DeFolder's newborn go-between but I know him (laughs) as Judson hello Judson wait I'm sorry am I procuring newborns for for Santos is that my job now my understanding is that you're working with the person who's procuring the newborns for Santos okay you're the go-between the middle middle man got it okay (laughs) as usual our show runneth over with political insanity to cover Judson (laughs) (laughs) This week It's been a busy week (laughs) This week The sitting governor of Arizona At least in her adult brain Says she's running for Kirsten (laughs) Sinema's Senate seat The right's genius plan To push RFK Jr. on Democrats To siphon votes from Joe Biden Seems to be going just about as well As the rest of us thought it would (sighs) George Santos has a meltdown While showing off his latest fashion accessory A human baby (laughs) And the Hershey squirt hootenanny That is the House Republican Conference Continues to delight all of us Schadenfreude love out there
1: <laughs> it's, it's my favorite thing on TV right now
2: <laughs> Well we're not choosing from great options
1: that's true I mean there was a strike so you know it's it's slow to get everything going back into the get into the mix and you know get production going again. (laughs)
2: Now, before we get into our usual groove of relentlessly mocking incomprehensibly incompetent Republicans, we thought we should break our silence, however briefly, on the conflict in the Middle East, which has seen some horrific escalations in violence and and killing in recent weeks. Off
1: the air, Tino and I have talked about covering these tragic events in more detail while we're on the air. And and as of right now, we're going to leave that to the experts. We are not the people for that. Uh, While both of us are heartbroken by the mounting loss of innocent life, at least for now. Now, we don't feel what we have to add to the conversation necessarily helps. And it's not exactly
2: the type of story you write jokes about. Actually, Justin, that's it. That That that? is the one area we can talk about. What isn't helping? Oh, okay. For instance? I'll never
0: forget that B.B. Netanyahu let us down. That was a very terrible thing. I will say that so we were disappointed by that very disappointed but we did the job ourselves, and it was absolute precision magnificent beautiful job and then uh, bb tried to take credit for it that wasn't good that didn't make me feel too good but that's
2: all right now, i'm no fan of bb netanyahu uh, same but it still seemed a little odd to me for trump to go out of his way to take a greasy fast food shit on bb shortly after the brutal hamas terrorist attack
1: but like bb didn't help him steal an election right or sabotage joe
2: biden it's true. Trump later backtracked. And of course, his party called him out for those remarks. Oh
1: the fuck are you out of your damn mind?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, sorry, Wesley. I, I was waiting for it. I mean, come on. At what point have they ever called him out? As usual, Wesley's right. They looked the other way. Judson, how many clips do you think I'd have of the right losing their shit if Biden had said something negative about Netanyahu last week? All, all the clips. All, all the of them. The whole show. The whole show. <laughs> every Republican would have torn him a new asshole. Yeah, absolutely. Also not helping and looking like a transcendent dumbass while doing so, Charlie Kirk. Would you like to read his tweet here, Johnson? Oh, uh, sure. Charlie Kirk said, Israel is
1: not Ukraine. The war in Ukraine is an endless war. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> There's only really one way. I'm, I, I'm, I, I, We said we weren't going to talk about this. I can't provide intelligent
2: commentary here. No, let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can talk about this hedge fund asshole, Bill Ackman. He and other CEOs are calling for the names of Harvard students who wrote a letter blaming Israel for the conflict? Oh, God. Come on. Yeah. I mean, sure, it's not exactly fair or accurate that one side bears all the blame for the conflict, but it's absurd to claim that making a statement like that makes these kids unemployable. It's well, saying...
1: Like, it's a college campus. Come on. I mean... I know. That's your big takeaway like the big concern right now when like thousands of people are dying fleeing for their lives a million people being forced to evacuate from a location within 24 hours and your big concern is that a college kid said something on campus
2: come on and if saying sensational controversial shit made a person unemployable there would be like 12 republicans in the house of representatives
1: and i assume all of them would be unable to speak right because that's the only way they wouldn't be saying
2: (laughs) Also, whoever is sending around the Harvard student docks van around Cambridge, uh, you're not helping. You're actually kind of becoming the thing you abhor. Yeah. And finally, worst among them, Judson... Donald Trump Jr. Would you like to read his tweet? This happened very shortly after the initial terrorist attack in which babies were savagely butchered. Donald Trump Jr.
1: tweeted, as we perpetually indoctrinate our children with weakness, feminize our boys, attack masculine men, glorify trans and insanity etc just understand that one day the savages you see brutally attacking innocent civilians in the streets of israel will be on your front door and you and your loved ones will have zero capability of defending themselves that's the future the left is creating for you wow yeah
2: you know i don't think i'd lose a lot of sleep if hamas paid him a visit (laughs) okay i shouldn't have said that (laughs) take it back well Why don't we move on? Because what I'm sensing here from you and what I'm also feeling is that we're both kind of getting angry and we're both kind of getting sucked into wanting to talk about the substance of this. A
1: thing we absolutely should not talk about right now because we would just be contributing to the people not helping. Exactly.
2: So we're not going to do that. We're going to move on to the news and move on to some much lighter fare. If you consider the fall of democracy in the United States, light fare.
1: I do consider it lighter fare. So that, that's, a, for sure.
2: that's a fair characterization. Judson finally answering the question is it even possible for Arizona to have a senator worse than Kirsten Cinema? <laughs> Carrie Lake decided she'd be running for U.S. Senate in 2020. But, but she's four. not eligible. <laughs> she's she has to
1: resign as governor
2: first. Hold on. You got to help me out with this Carrie Lake thing, Judson. Okay. I'm a little uh, blurry on the rules. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs>
1: I mean, <laughs> I don't see it clearly. It's, it's sort of gets in a goes. fuzz on the edges, but I, I do see what you did there. <laughs> a halo
2: effect, if you will. <laughs> I have been told by a number of Republicans, both in and out of Arizona, that Carrie Lake is the rightful governor of that state, having defeated the imposter Katie Hobbs back in 2020. I mean, I think it's worth mentioning that at least one of those Republicans making the claim is fake Governor Carrie Lake. I
1: have heard that as well. Okay. So how can she run for Senate? Uh, she I mean, she, because she didn't win the governorship, she, she can run for Senate. She's allowed. Is she conceding? It doesn't jive with her actual, with her claims. I, I agree. I guess it technically,
2: does. even if she had one and she didn't, she could still run for this Senate seat, right?
1: I think she'd have to step down. I th- I think I, it's it's okay. Arizona law, so I'm not clear. I'm not clear. Sure but, but the implication that I picked up from social media is that she would have to step down from the job she didn't win. Maybe she fake stepped down.
2: Oh. <laughs> I would love that. I would love for her to have that press conference. That'd be great. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm resigning my, 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 I'm giving up the fight to claim the lawful seat of
2: as governor. I won the seat lawfully, but I am now stepping aside (laughs) to lose another race. In other confusing news, Judson, Netflix has announced plans to open brick and mortar locations (laughs) in at least two cities, neither of which have been named. I just heard about this story tonight. What the fuck are they going to sell? I think it's just like the biggest
1: galaxy brain CEO move to reinvent the concept of a theater right as theaters are dying. <laughs> I think some, some CEOs like, hey, guys, I got a great idea. You build a store where people come and watch your shows. They sit in like these big seats and they can like, buy snacks. And <laughs> no watch one's them. ever thought of this. <laughs> it's genius.
2: <laughs> well, in a related story, X Hamster has announced plans to open brick and mortar locations as well. Oh, dear. Uh, we also don't know the cities yet, but we are a little clearer on the merchandise or services they <laughs> that, might sell. That
1: was one I saw on, uh, on social media on Blue Sky, I think on the same thread, was uh, someone suggested that they were the brick-and-mortar stores for Netflix would be Netflix and chill brothels. Ah, <laughs> so maybe, yes, it's, a, maybe yes. it's a cross-branding sort of adaptation with X Hamster and
2: Netflix. That's a great idea. I mean, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no dumber than opening a brick and mortar Netflix store. <laughs> Speaking of great ideas, Judson, six months ago, if I would have told you that MAGA Republicans were planning to prop up a conspiracy theorist, anti vaxxer candidate to run against Joe Biden as a Democrat, what would you have said?
1: I'm fuzzy on the timeline. Was he actually in the news six months ago? Because it feels like it's been forever. So maybe I would have said, oh, you mean RFK Jr.?
2: Six months, I was just throwing the number out there. I, yeah, okay.
1: I don't know if he's been in the news that long. But prior to his reappearance in the scene, yeah, I would have, I would have laughed. I would have laughed in your you face. You would have done this. Ha, ha,
0: ha,
2: ha. Ha, 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 ha. That's exactly what it was sounded like, yes. Well, that's what the right did, Judson. RFK Jr. was the darling of the far-right misinformation machine. Right. It seemed like there wasn't a Fox or Newsmax show that didn't have him on for a couple of months there. Yeah. But now, Team Trump is scrambling to launch an offensive against RFK Jr. as they've learned that as an independent candidate for president, and, and he just recently changed from Democrat to independent. Because he had no chance to win the Democratic nomination. <laughs> no. He actually takes votes from Trump. Of course
1: he does. Of course. Oh. All right,
2: let's get, let's take a second to get over the shock. Yeah. <laughs> okay and i'm done i'm ready okay <laughs> so forever the anti-vaxxers were democrats there are dirty little secret right yes we they are unfortunately mostly ours or were unfortunately mostly ours for the longest time they tended to decide with us on candidates and most issues that is until covid came around yep. at that point anti-vax sentiment wild conspiracy theories and maga all sort of coalesced into an online movement basically QAnon. yeah we lost those voters my mother and my sister among them yeah, we have a personal connection to this particular phenomenon <laughs> we really do we, but we Lost them because of COVID and the mainstreaming of the anti-vax movement. Yeah. So, of course, if you could offer those nutjobs a taste of the liberal compassion they used to say defined them with a huge splash of batshit pseudoscience and a hint of Illuminati with a sprinkling of lizard people, (laughs) of course they'd bite. Why were any of these MAGA people surprised? I don't know. I, c- I couldn't tell you. Suffice it to say, RFK Jr. couldn't get on Fox News nowadays if he had video of Joe Biden burning the American flag while gently caressing Xi Jinping's bear <laughs> testicles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe maybe then he could get on.
1: Only if he had President Xi dressed up as of the Pooh, I think. That's the thing
2: that he hates the most, I've heard. It's past Labor Day, Judson, so that means it's, it's time to put away our white shoes and grab the hottest two fashion accessories this fall, blazers over sweaters, and you guessed it, live human babies. <laughs> I
1: guessed none of that, literally none of that. <laughs> This was the craziest story of the week, and I've learned exactly nothing beyond the headline because I don't want to know anymore.
2: (laughs) Well, then, oh boy, do I have some bad news for you, (laughs) Judson. George Santos was in the halls of one of the congressional office buildings at the end of the week carrying his signature random baby (laughs) while screaming loudly about human scum and terrorism. Who was
1: screaming loudly, the baby or Santos?
2: I never heard the baby scream. Oh, okay. I only heard Santos scream, which leads me to believe the baby was asleep, if I were a baby being held by, by Santos I would scream was it a fake baby that is a really good question <laughs>
1: okay it's so just a sack of flour dressed up in a, in a bon- okay go ahead
2: so I've painted the picture: George Santos in the halls of some congressional office building, screaming and carrying a random baby. Right? How did we get here? Uh complete lack of
1: scruples, ethics, or any integrity whatsoever among House Republicans.
2: Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely a big part of it. I but.
1: mean, I don't know what the, the baby has to do with that, but <laughs> the rest either. of
2: it. <laughs> if you're voting for what they want, you could—I I don't know—shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and not, face <laughs> and not, any not lose any votes. Yeah, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I've heard that somewhere. I don't, I don't yeah. know.
2: <laughs> but if you want more of how we got, here. We spent about half of the first five episodes of season three talking about George Santos and his checkered past, so I, re- I refer yes. you back to those. Indeed. Katara Ravash. Yes. But more recently, Santos's past week started a little something like this.
0: New York Congressman George Santos, he's facing new charges just five months after he pleaded not guilty to fraud and money laundering charges. What is he accused of? Oh, pick me! Pick me!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tino. Santos is facing 23 new charges, including aggravated identity theft, wire fraud, falsifying records, and device fraud. That's just to name a few. Uh, what's the difference between identity theft and aggravated identity theft? I think it's aggravated if you do it while holding a random baby. I mean, the baby is aggravated there, I feel like. but what <laughs> Anyone in George Santos's sphere has to be perpetually aggravated.
1: I feel like, though, you, of all people, have to be grateful that George Santos is on the national scene. Me? Yeah, you. Particularly Why you, me? Tino. Why me? Because we have covered in great detail on multiple podcasts and episodes that you are a bad gay. Oh, I'm a very bad gay. I'm
2: a bad gay. It's hard to forget. I go to Walmart with flip and sweats because I'm a bad gay. Yeah, I'm a bad gay.
1: But George Santos proves you are not the worst gay. I think
2: George Santos is a better <sighs> gay than I am. I dis- I think the gay community would very much disagree with you. Oh, they don't want him. We don't want him. <laughs> exactly. But he's better at he's better at gaying than I am. Is he though? I don't know who Wendy Williams is really can't stand the taste of juice. I don't know no, Gaga songs. This is I think an excellent conversation, but it's for a different time. <laughs> okay. Sorry, didn't mean to sidetrack us there. Let's table who's the worst gay, Tino or George Santos, <laughs> for another episode. <laughs>
1: It feels like a bit. You're right. We should probably. Put I do that think in- <laughs>
2: it's worthy of discussion. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Anyways, I did have to look up aggravated identity theft. Oh, oh, good. Please do enlighten me. Myself being the victim of identity theft. Oh god! Uh, it's apparently when I forgot s- that someone knowingly transfers, possesses, or uses the identification of another person without permission, and then uses that identification during or in relation to the oh. act. Oh, so you've
1: been it. a victim of identity theft, but not aggravated identity theft? Um,
2: yeah. See, I'm not clear on the details not, there. So I'm, maybe you, I know. (laughs) Not sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, nothing about babies. Got it. Nothing about... All right. <laughs> so Santos lied about loans and donations to his campaign to inflate their reported receipts in order to fool potential donors into giving him money. Yep. Just make it look like his campaign was more successful than it was at raising money. Classic con man. Yep. Seed money, they call it, right? <laughs> you put the money in the guitar case before you even start playing. It's your money. Exactly. He also allegedly used a donor's credit card without their permission to buy himself <laughs> lavish gifts. That tracks. I gotta say. I'm finding it pretty difficult to summon any sympathy for this person if you gave george santos your credit card you deserve whatever happens to you
1: <laughs> well maybe before you knew who george santos was though that's, that's not fair i mean early on he's just the republican he's a Welcome candidate to the george santos apology tour <laughs> no 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 right I'm the george santos no you're right. unwitting you're right. donor apology tour. Yes, no you're right they didn't know any
2: better But if they were voting for a Republican in New York, how good a person could they be? (laughs) Well, it took a while for Santos to respond to these new indictments. Apparently, Judson, he was uh, stuck in absolutely useless work meetings all week. (laughs) Yeah, I I heard about those. (laughs) But eventually he got around to denying everything and insisting he would ultimately be found innocent. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do it and they'll never convict me. (laughs) <laughs> also, this week, the popular uh, Democratic congressman who used to hold Santos's seat, Tom Suozzi, he announced plans to run for that seat again in 2024. He was running for governor in
1: 2022. Which uh, is why he didn't run then? Oh, it's his fault. So really. to put it okay. like,
2: yeah, so to put, it is his <laughs> fault. George Santos is Tom Suozzi's fault. Yeah. So to put it lightly, George Santos was having a bad week, even for George Santos. <laughs> I even heard his mom died again. Which mom? Just last week. <laughs> I don't know. How many does the guy have? I I I would like to see his family tree at this point. Then Judson, things got weird. So after his rough week, on Friday afternoon, Santos emerged from Tim Burchett's office. Oh, Tim Burchett is stupid religion. Am I right, (laughs) Mevin? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Santos emerged from Burchett's office holding a baby. Someone asked him if it was his, to which he responded, Not yet. Well, that's unnerving. (laughs) It's creepy as fuck. Well, Justin, I spent way too much time today trying to get to the bottom of that baby. (laughs) That can you rephrase that? (laughs) I couldn't find a damn thing. We do promise you, FNFers, the minute we get any information, you will be the first to know. All right. So shortly after emerging from Birchett's office with a baby, Santos encountered some pro pal- It's like I'm writing George Santos fanfiction. <laughs> How is this a real thing? <laughs> After emerging from Tim Purchase's office with a baby, Santos encountered some pro Palestinian protesters in the hallway of this congressional building, along with some reporters, and this happened. Officers, this is the gentleman that was accosting me when I had a two month old baby in my hands. You came in Steve. my personal space, and then I yelled at the radio. Right what are you doing? What are you doing to call for the end of this? Israeli, what are you doing? About the Israeli terrorists, terrorists Israel. What about the terrorists what about, from Hamas? Try to massive bombing? Okay, maybe I'm a better gay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be so hard on yourself,
2: Tino. <laughs> is it just me or does he say the word abhorrent? Strangely. He does. I was actually going to comment on that. Listen, listen, because he kept going. The fact that we have terrorist sympathizers in this building is unacceptable. They should not be allowed in here. What is happening in Israel is abhorrent. That's what it is. And the next time he tries to accost me with a child in my hand,
0: I want him out of What happened?
2: swear in front of a baby? So he doesn't have the baby anymore at that point. Oh, uh, okay. You sound uh, okay with it. I, I'm, I'm actually kind of concerned. So Where's the baby at this point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <we're the> baby. <laughs> I thought it was neat that he used the baby as a
1: prop to like, just like, the next time I have a baby, he was, like going to keep a baby around. I did
2: see accusations <laughs> that he was using the baby as a human shield. Yeah. So, the Santos timeline gets a little fuzzy. Sometime between emerging from Burchett's office with the baby in that altercation, we lose track of the baby. And <laughs> as I said, if there's anything more concerning than George. George. George Santos coming out of a room holding a mysterious baby. It's George Santos being involved in that baby's disappearance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Best I can tell from available information, uh, the baby died in the 9-11 attacks. (laughs) Or cancer, or... uh, Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. He's actually Santos' accountant. (laughs) So, Judson, does Santos go to prison before, after, or during his one and only congressional term? Oh, they're only two years. It's probably after. Okay. Well, regardless, he is walking away with a Madison Cawthorn Award for congressperson with the worst crash and burn this year. And he was up against Kevin fucking McCarthy. (laughs) Speaker of which, I mean, mean, speaking of which, (laughs) too soon, Kevin, I'm sorry. (laughs) We'll be right back with a fun look into the dysfunction and shit-slinging that is the search for a new Speaker of the House. You know that feeling when you're at the bar with your friends and they're all taking turns singing karaoke and they try to get you to join in but you're just too afraid to do it? That was me. I had no skills, no confidence. That is, until I enrolled in the George Santos Karaoke Academy. Co-founded in 2015 by George Santos and Anthony DeVolder, the Santos Karaoke Academy will change your life. I remember my first class, we got to hear the master himself. Never back. The past is in the past. Let it go, let it go. I am one with the wind and sky. Oh man, that still gives me goosebumps. Santos Karaoke Academy has also graduated some of the most prominent vocal talent in the industry from star of 2020 CPAC Sailor Sable bombs To this chart-topping superstar known to most as the American Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, but the real proof the real proof is me. This was me before I spent two years and $1,000 at SKA. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. V is very,
1: very extraordinary.
2: So embarrassing. But with George's help, I can now karaoke with the best stuff. Listen to me now. I'll ever know. No, no, there's no way. I can No, no, there's no way. No, 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 no way. I'm living without you, George. I'm not living without you. Now that's bringing the house down. Thank you. Thank you, George. And as if the miracles George can work on your voice weren't enough, 100% of your tuition payment also goes toward a great cause. A charity to save the dying pets of veterans. No, really, they promised. George Santos Karaoke Academy. Enroll now, before he goes to prison.
1: And friends podcast is brought to you by people like you more and more corporate america is taking over the podcast scene your support helps stave off a complete takeover please take a moment to share the podcast with your friends and followers via social media or word of mouth and don't forget to leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts thank you so much for helping out it really does mean a lot
2: judson when we last left our intrepid republican house conference heroes <laughs> Who now? I don't know. Okay. They had just rewarded themselves with a paid week off after breaking the legislative branch of our government. (laughs) Yes, yes, they had. And that makes two broken branches of government out of three at the moment. Opinions may vary about that, but yeah. If you recall, last week I was extremely bummed that Kevin McCarthy had decided not to seek the speakership again.
1: Uh, I think we all were because we enjoy, you know, cringe comedy at, at its finest. So. Yeah.
2: I mean, after his last attempt to become speaker, I honestly assumed he didn't have whatever <laughs> gene enables a human to feel humiliation. Oh, no, I, I thought it was the exact opposite. I mean, he felt it and he loved it. He loves it. He's got, he's got a serious uh, public humiliation kink. Either way, I was ready for 50 to 100 more rounds of his rejection. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, like, like you it sounds and many others, Democrat and Republican alike, uh, was foolish <laughs> to assume something <laughs> Kevin McCarthy said was true. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> Matt Gates was right.
1: I love these clips. The one thing that the White House, House Democrats, and many of us on the conservative side of the Republican caucus would argue is that the thing we have in common, Kevin McCarthy said something to all of us at one point or another that he didn't really mean and never intended to live up to. Why do we keep falling for it? Yeah, yeah. He's, I'm not going to admit that he was right, <laughs> but... <laughs>
2: You know I'd use it against you. I, I do know that you would use it against me. <laughs> I'm working on a project where I did just that. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, less than a week after Matt Gates handed Kevin McCarthy back his balls on the house floor. He was done with him, really. Though. <laughs> Kevin, Mevin, he he flip-flopped on the issue of becoming speaker again, telling Hugh Hewitt he would consider it. I believe the quote was, whatever the conference wants, I will do. <laughs> that's, that's clearly evidence why he that's lost the job in the first true. place.
1: You can't do that. Kevin, you can't do that.
2: I got my fingers crossed, (laughs) Judson. But before there's even a chance at further public McCarthy degradation, there's a line for this job. Now, who would want to do this job? That's what I'm thinking. Like, it's got to be the second worst job in D.C. <laughs> Pass around party bottom at the GOP cocaine orgies being the worst, of course. I mean, if that's your thing, <laughs> do you really want to get, like, fucked by Lindsey Graham? It's not, not then- my
1: thing, but I'm saying if that's <laughs> someone's thing, we're not. And then hand it off to Ted
2: Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That can't be I'm sorry. That can't be anyone's thing. I, I I refuse to judge kicks. Imagine the the people in that pass around. Chuck
1: Grassley. Do you think Chuck Grass is still at the cocaine orgies, really? <laughs>
2: He's asleep in the corner. <laughs> but any why would anyone want the speaker job? Particularly under these circumstances? I don't I don't know. That was the question I asked.
1: Nobody <laughs> I, no one should want the job.
2: Oh. I just saw the list of applicants and it's starting to make sense. Okay. First up, Steve, David Duke without the baggage scalise. <laughs> <laughs> Sc- Scalise was the number two. He called himself that, not us. I know. I know. It's as a quote of him, yeah, about himself. He said that. Scalise was the number two guy in the Republican conference. I, I, I- I feel obligated to say that means he was second in command because there's definitely more than one plausible reading of the quote, the number two guy in the Republican (laughs) conference. Fair. Scalise was also a mass shooting victim uh, when some Bernie bro nut job opened fire at a congressional softball game in 2017. He survived the gunshot to his hip and then went on to oppose common sense gun laws in the House of Representatives. On Wednesday, Republicans announced Scalise had been nominated by their conference after a closed door anonymous vote. The vote was close. Scalise barely edged out Jim Jordan by 14 votes. And um, despite being nominated, it was immediately clear Scalise didn't have the votes to become Speaker in a vote of the entire House. Right. So what he did was he went about campaigning among most of the Jordan supporters. He ignored at least one of them, but we'll get to that. Uh, (laughs) Well, it's never good when you're the guy trying to build support for your House speakership in private behind closed doors so as to avoid public visibility into potential Conference dysfunction, and then your members just start tweeting their opposition to you or going on national television to let folks know. No,
0: I have great faith in Jim Jordan. I'm going to support him for speaker. He's one of the biggest supporters.
2: Laura Ingram, clearly. That was Nancy Mace, a Republican congresswoman from South Carolina and woman who uses the word moderate a lot, despite it not meaning what she thinks it means. And she was there on Fox News. You did recognize the voice of Laura Ingram voicing her support for Jim Jordan. It's in all my nightmares, Tino. I
1: cannot not recognize that voice.
2: And this was before Scalise had even gotten the nomination. Now, Nancy, if in the clip of you announcing support for a person, you can hear Laura Ingram in the background saying she likes that person, that should be a clue. <laughs> then Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted her support for Jordan, citing of all things Scalise's cancer diagnosis as the reason she wouldn't support him. I, I mean, okay. the one thing he and I connect on, actually. So you played softball, right? I mean, not not at the congressional level. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, then uh, later Wednesday night, Anthony Devolder himself tweeted this, and I'll read the bad man's tweet this time since you have to do Thank it. Thank so you. Often. Santos tweeted, "It's just past 9:40 p.m. and I have yet to hear from the speaker designate, so I've made my decision." What is that noise? <laughs> So I have made my decision, and after 10 months and having zero contact or outreach from him, I've come to the conclusion that my vote doesn't matter to him. I'm now declaring I'm in an anyone but Scalise, and come hell or high water, I won't change my mind. We need a speaker that leads by including every single member of the team, not just some. That's not leadership. DM me if you want a white baby. Uh, <laughs> That's what the baby's
1: for. He's going to nominate the baby as speaker. You don't have to be a sitting member of Congress to be speaker,
2: Tino. I need just say this um, so it gets recorded. I might have added a line to that tweet at the end. <laughs> but anyway... It had to be becoming clear to Scalise that the Never Kevin Fringe of the Treason Caucus were going to play hardball with his nomination. And I mean, honestly, that's probably a good thing. I hear you find softball somewhat triggering. Ooh, oh, oh, <laughs> we can cut that. We can cut that. Too far, Tino. Too far. Well, Thursday evening rolled around and this happened.
0: More upheaval in the House. Just 24 hours after being nominated, Congressman
1: Steve Scalise dropped out of the race for speaker. Of course, because no one wants that job.
2: <laughs> and so much for making a sausage out of public view. <laughs> it was chaos.
0: Talk about confusing the American people. They think this whole place is a circus up now, up here now. And now, of a sudden, Jim Jordan is
1: nominating Steve Scalise, and then we're voting for Jim Jordan. Th- that's just that's utter chaos, and we're not going to get anywhere.
2: That was Congressman Troy Nels of Texas. Uh, he's uh, been on this show before in a clip calling Aaron Burnett a quote young lady yeah, and calling yeah. CNN the Clinton News Network class act. Yeah. But the GOP leaks quickly became a deluge of accounts of the true clusterfucking in nature of their speaker nomination process. Do
1: they even have a process? That one Republican called today's GOP meeting an exhausting, unproductive exercise. Another told Axios it would be quote literally a miracle, end quote, if they elect a speaker today. I don't know that any person can get there until the emotions calm a little bit. Some quotes from, from various members of Congress. Mostly anonymous, actually. They didn't want to speak on the record, it seems like.
2: Right. Mike Rogers, a congressman from Alabama, and man who's not just a congressman, he's also a client, stormed out <laughs> of some <laughs> GOP meeting or another, calling the Gatesville 8 traitors and suggesting that... You like that, Gatesville 8? I do like the Gatesville 8, yeah. That's that's ours, facts and friends. TM. <laughs> T- TMCR. So Rogers was suggesting they'd never get the votes to replace McCarthy without the help of Democrats. We're going to get Democrats in a second.
1: Oh, good, please, because I hear this is all their fault. (laughs) I've heard
2: that, too. Uh, (laughs) Fox's Brett Baer even described what he was hearing from Republicans on the Hill as, quote, unquote, crazy, including one inside source claiming, quote, Jesus of Nazareth could not get 217 votes right now. Of course not. Jesus of Nazareth was a pinko commie homo by today's Republican (laughs) standards. I Just want to tell Tim Burchett I prayed on that telling that joke or not before I decided to tell it. <laughs> so, in complete freefall and desperate for a candidate that could get to the 217 vote threshold, the Republicans nominated a man who hasn't been able to build consensus since he brought so many collegiate wrestlers together in the 80s and 90s at Ohio State. <laughs> consensus and hating him? Yes. Okay. That was the cons- particular consensus in <laughs> oh, this case. Okay, well, we're talking. I can get behind we're that. Talking, <laughs> we're talking about Jim Jordan. Yeah. Um, now, I don't recall. If we've ever explained the Jim Jordan, Ohio state thing, I don't think we have, I I don't know that many people have, honestly. All right. So let's just take a second to give the lowlights.
1: So, so while he was an assistant coach for the Ohio state wrestling team in the eighties and nineties, hundreds of collegiate athletes claimed to have been sexually abused by a school doctor, Richard Strauss. Some of these students allege they went to Jordan for help while this was happening. And he turned a deaf ear. So, I mean, he didn't do it himself, but he was like the, the Joe Paterno
2: of the of the, right, of the situation. Exactly. It almost seems stupid to have to like say that on the air because everyone knows about him, right?
0: I know you've been outspoken about um, defending victims of sexual assault through the past allegations against Jim Jordan mm-hmm. that he turned a blind
2: eye to sexual abuse. Give you any reservations?
0: I yeah I'm not a familiar or that. aware with that. I he's not indicted on anything that I'm aware of. And so I don't I don't know anything and can't speak to that. But I will it's say Ohio that I have State been, university as you said, Margaret, allegations. A very yeah I don't I don't know anything and I I don't know anything
2: about that. Woman. Oh Nancy Mace. I am moderately sure you are lying. <laughs> Maybe a little more than moderately. Well
1: I I mean hopefully Nancy listens to the show and gets the little the little blurb we just read off there uh so that you know she
2: can be informed about the situation she has since informed herself it's a separate interview it's we're not going to play the clip on this show but i could see an interview where she is she said in the interview it might have been with Tapper. i'm not sure but she says in it um yeah now i've educated myself about this but he didn't hurt any kids something like that i was like just because they're not kids like sexual assault is sexual assault Yes, it's worse. That
1: doesn't really pitch? answer the question that she was just asked in that interview, though. It was like, you've supported survivors of sexual <laughs> abuse. How do you square that with supporting Jim Jordan, who ignored survivors of sexual abuse? She kept
2: going back to there's no indictment. I think she was pressed. They should have gotten the fucking clip. Anyway, shortly after Jordan was nominated, <laughs> reports emerged that he and his allies had launched a campaign of pressure and intimidation against those Republicans opposing his bid. I mean, it's what they're best at. Really? It is really. That is like most of their playbook.
1: That and taking retribution when those threats fail to materialize within the support exactly. they
2: need. He and his hench people jumped on social media and the mega misinformation media outlets to attack any so-called Republican standing between Jordan and the Speaker's gavel. Some of them even posted phone numbers of their holdout colleagues and threatened to primary GOP Congress people who stood in Jordan's way. That, that sounds... Power for the course. But the irony of them using these intimidation tactics is that that's how we got here to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Using those exact tactics. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to build
1: consensus without threatening people to fall in line.
2: So who wants Jim Jordan as speaker, Judson? Uh, not me. Well, according to Jim Jordan, that's not true. We all do. Here is, <laughs> MSNBC's, Ari, here is <laughs> MSNBC's Ari Melber talking to former Congressman Denver Riggleman about that claim.
0: Reportedly, uh, he said, quote, America
2: wants me," end
0: quote. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. Um, I think that's probably one of the dumbest things you
1: could probably say. So there you go. Jim, is America in the room with you right now? Can anyone else see America?
2: <laughs> Another congressperson made a hilarious claim about how a group of people feel about Jim Jordan. I know it's going to seem like we're picking on her, but here's Nancy Mace <laughs> talking to CNN. Well, she said Jake a Daffer. really
1: dumb thing here, so
2: she sure did. Who are some of the consensus candidates if it goes to a third round, fourth round, fifth round? Uh, I've heard co- Congressman Patrick Mahen- McHenry's name out there. I've heard uh, Tom Cole or Tom Emmer. Who are some of the other possible uh, individuals who you think maybe could get to 217?
0: Well, I think Jim Jordan is not out of the mix. I've talked to a lot of people who still support him. I've actually talked to Democrats who, who trust him at his word.
2: <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> Okay, so Jake Tapper. right? We might have played part of this clip in the uh, intro. Yeah, we did. Uh, it's my favorite part. Jake Tapper can't fucking believe what Sassy he's just Sassy Tapper's heard. the best Tapper. Uh, he is.
0: I've actually talked to Democrats who, who trust him at his word. I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Jim Jordan? I, yes, I've talked to Democrats over the last week on who do they trust, even though they wouldn't agree with him on many issues. He is someone the, Jim can, oh, yes, the Jim Jordan
2: from Ohio? Oh, yes, <laughs> Jim Jordan from Ohio. Democrats in Congress? Yes, they
0: can work with him. And those that Name I've one, one Democrat. Democrat from Congress that trust name Jim Jordan of people off the record. They trust him more than they trust the former Speaker.
1: I'm not sure I'm buying the thing
2: about Democrats trusting I, I Jim talk Jordan. i to but. people on
0: both sides now all the time. Oh, I Jake. believe
2: that. I believe that. I just don't know how much I believe the thing about Democrats trusting Jim Jordan. I'm but. not
0: saying they're going to vote for him. I'm saying they trust him more than they trust the former Speaker.
2: Well, that's not really a high bar now, is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't know them, Jake. They go
2: to another school. <laughs> oh my. God, <laughs> now, now we, we kind of touched on this a second ago, but my favorite bad take on all of this in the media is that any of it is the fault of Democrats. Yes. indeed. He, here is journalist David Gregory on CNN, letting his ass do a little of the talking. <laughs> I actually have my eye on Democrats. Uh, mm-hmm. How long are Democrats going to stand by in the world of identity politics and zero sum politics and not be part of any solution? D- David. Come come here. Cl- closer. A, l- a little closer. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm curious. He said the world of zero-sum
1: politics, right? Yeah, he did. Okay, so when the GOP, the opponents of the Democrats, are constantly punching themselves in the face in the world or of dick. zero-sum politics, yeah, or the dick, uh, in the world of zero-sum politics, that's a win for the Democrats. Like, <laughs> right. when your opponent is undermining themselves, you just let them continue. Why would you
2: stop them? The take is absolute nonsense. Of course it is. Have have the Republicans even tried to build consensus? No. Not even in their own caucus. Never mind somebody for the Democrats. Have they floated a consensus name? I mean, last I checked, consensus was a bad word in the Republican Party. Absolutely. They see it as a weakness, right? Yep. David, you can't put this shit on Democrats. Not even a little bit. I mean, sure, they helped to oust
1: McCarthy because... McCarthy couldn't control his caucus. He was a terrible speaker and he couldn't control his caucus. And he lied to them constantly. Had he been able to control his caucus and he not broken his word to both sides, he wouldn't have been in the position
2: he was in. Hey, I wouldn't hesitate to blame Democrats if I thought they had anything to do with this mess. I mean, Judson, per well-established facts and friends lore, maybe not so much. (laughs) Uh, I think we actually agree, Republicans and Democrats, that we need to unite somehow and find a speaker that we can vote on. But Jim fucking Jordan... Yeah, no. He's one of the most partisan members of Congress. He's he's a Trump sycophant, an election denier. He's
1: a, an insurrectionist. He helped plan the January
2: 6th. Yes. We, we went over some of the people that, that love the guy. Ingram, T- Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates. loves the guy. Yeah. Judson, where are we going from here? Uh, I I don't know. We talk about this theoretical consensus candidate, but is there even one in the Republican Party? Not that I can think of, no. I tried all day today. I I'm just trying to come up with a moderate Republican in the house. And I just I couldn't come up with anyone.
1: They don't exist, man. I mean, like, like Nancy Mace claims to be a moderate and, and the media helps her by claiming she's a moderate and she's not. They they don't exist. Moderate Republicans have retired
2: or left the party. Nancy Mace is not the worst Republican. But she's pretty bad. She's pretty, yeah. She's gotten worse recently, too. Yeah. Mike Johnson of Louisiana reportedly plans to launch his own bid for the Speakership if Jordan can't get the votes, uh, which to me suggests the votes aren't there,
1: right? Uh, so far, they're not. I mean, they may be able to threaten and cajole everyone into voting for him briefly, but I don't know how long that would even hold up, right? Right.
2: Well, Hakeem Jeffries had some advice and an idea. <laughs> and that's why it's so urgently necessary that the Republicans get their act together and elect the speaker from within their own ranks as it is the responsibility of the majority party to do or have traditional republicans break with the extremists within the house republican conference and partner with democrats on a bipartisan path forward. We are ready, willing and able to do so. I know there are traditional republicans who are good women and men who want to see government function but they are unable to do it within the ranks of their own conference which is dominated by the extremist wing and that's why we continue to extend the hand of bipartisanship to them.
1: Seems perfectly reasonable to me David Gregory.
2: I I know. I disagree with some of the things he said about the reasonable Republicans but <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds like the Democrats are willing to work with them. Yeah, I don't think that message will work. I don't think that there are any Republicans willing to cross party lines and suffer the consequences
2: of doing so yeah.
1: at this juncture. Maybe it gets bad enough that they will, but right now they prefer the circus to losing their jobs next, next term.
2: Right. Well, I honestly think that the Jordan holdouts will cave. Um, he has the lunatic fringe votes, right? And I think those people are the only ones fanatical enough to let their party in the country, for that matter, burn. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the most likely path forward. Well, in the short term, it does look like Democrats might be warming up to the idea of giving angry little bow tie man Patrick McHenry, who is Speaker pro tem, a little more power to move legislation through the House. But I'm still not sure if that'll even go anywhere. Like, who are they going to negotiate with?
1: That was a that was a, a, an alternative path forward. I, I had read was that, you know, basically, yeah. We essentially have an acting speaker until the next term and, and just kind of kick the can down the road.
2: Maybe that's the second most likely outcome. Yeah. I would prefer that to uh, to Jordan for sure. I would too. Judson, this has been eating away at me. Can we take a break so I can see if we can get any uh, updated information on the Santos baby? Oh, yeah. And then we can come back and close Absolutely. out the show. Absolutely. Our, our <laughs> listeners right. need to hear this. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey FNFers, Tino here. I wanted to take a minute to tell you about a new way to support the Facts & Friends podcast. You can become a supporting listener by subscribing to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash and all spelled out. Between our hosting service, recording equipment, and editing and production software licenses, it costs us a decent amount to make this show for you. So we were hoping you might help us at least break even. So what's in it for you? Well, first of all, you'll help keep the show on the air. But wait, there's more. All supporters will get access to the Facts and Friends Discord server, where you can interact with the Facts and Friends community, including me and Judson. And a few lucky supporters may get to read some classified military documents. Judson and I are deeply grateful for any support you can give, and we will prove it by personally recognizing each and every Patreon supporter on the air. We're also re-releasing a ton of episodes from Judson and I's old show, The UnPR Podcast, and those are exclusively available to our Patreon supporters. Here's a little taste of what that's like.
1: Joining me as always are a couple of assholes, but even worse, Jamie, our senior vagina dentata hygienist, is back as well. <laughs> what? I was, what? I thought that was your brother,
2: Mike.
0: <laughs> when did I get that title?
2: I don't know. Just now. They're new every week. Just now.
0: <laughs> I'll take it.
2: I'm so relieved that I'm not senior vagina What did you call her? Cleansing specialist, hygienist, hygienist, yeah. <laughs> hygienist. Okay, I'll
0: wear it as a badge of honor. Well,
2: you don't want those teeth to fall no. out, or do you? I think or you might. I think. You. I think you might actually. It, d- it depends on the situation, to be honest. So I don't know a lot about women's puberty. <laughs> Good, good. At what point do you lose your baby teeth in the <laughs> Vagina is that, is that Sometimes you gotta get old? braces down there. It's <laughs> kind of
0: okay.
1: Arch expanders. Yeah, you, know. you want them to be straight. It's a, whole, it's a whole deal.
2: So please do help keep the show on the air by supporting us over at Patreon.com slash Facts and Friends. And if you already have, thank you so very much. Thank you all so much for listening to the show this week. The Facts and Friends podcast is written and directed by me, Tino. Judson and I actually do the editing and producing, uh, executive and otherwise. <laughs> we are an independent outfit. That means we have no staff. If it gets done, Judson and I did it. Oh, God, I, ha- I hate to admit that that's true. <laughs> well, before we get to our closed topic, yes, we have to have that talk again. We like you a lot, but just as friends. <laughs> It's in the name of the podcast, Facts and Friends. That's not the talk, Jetson. It's a different talk. Oh, so sorry. The Facts and Friends podcast needs your help. We, as I said, are an independently produced show. That means there's no big corporation behind us paying our bills. Unfortunately, most podcasts these days, they are owned by huge corporations. We're not one of those. So when you help us out, you're not only helping keep the show on the air, the show that hopefully you love, but you're also doing your part to support independent podcasters. Or, Or like as a friend. You don't have to love us. Like as a friend is fine. Here's what you can do. Tell your friends about this show. Encourage them to listen and subscribe. Five-star reviews and Apple Podcasts also help a ton, so please do leave us one if you haven't already. Tell your friends to leave us one. Finally, if you can spare a few dollars, and we know not everyone can, uh, you would be doing us a huge favor by joining our community of supporters on Patreon at patreon.com slash facts and friends. There are a number of perks. I even think there's sort of a trial you can join for free before you actually have to pay anything. That doesn't help us as much, but it'll be nice to have you in a more active role in the community. Anyway, last week... (laughs) We briefly mentioned that a listener had found this super secret tip function on our website at factsandfriends.captivate.com. So secret I didn't even know about it? <laughs> yeah, Judson didn't know about it. I, I didn't know it even existed. I, I did, but I, I don't know. I just never mentioned it. We hate we hate asking for money. We really do hate asking for money. Uh, but well, we did mention it last week after one of our generous listeners was kind enough to send us a tip, having never been told about it. And we got another one this week, Judson. So... <laughs> Thank you. We're on a roll. Yeah. Thank you so much for your help, Clara. I'm going to retire. Oh, people like you, it's not that generous a tip. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. And we don't see any of this money. It just goes to pay the bills. It just goes to pay, yeah. <laughs> People like you, Clara and Michael, you make it possible for us to keep making this show for everybody. Also, if you've helped us in any way along the way from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. We'd like to keep doing the show and we can't do it without you. Do you want to say thank you?
1: Not really. No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs>
2: I'm leaving that in. <laughs> What's the dollar threshold uh, (laughs) after which you'll thank them? We haven't hit it yet. I'll tell you that. Okay. (laughs) Well, we need to stop the begging. We need to cancel the closed topic and we need to get on this extremely important. Breaking news! This just in: we have some chilling updates on the George Santos mystery baby situation. What? It, it, you actually found something? Yeah. Well, Judson, it's hard to tell fact from fiction with all the news coming in, but uh, we're gonna do our best. It's a Santos
1: story. How could you
2: possibly determine the difference? <laughs> so they're used to that. <laughs> there are just so many conflicting reports. Some outlets are suggesting Santos has returned to the baby and claimed he only ever wanted its social security number. Oh Is no. uh, it another identity? Yes. At Joey Hannum on Twitter has reported that this is probably just a, a Monsters, Inc. type situation. <laughs> oh, no. He's powered it with the screams. <laughs> <Screens. laughs> it's a green energy solution for his office. <laughs> <laughs> that theory also seems to line up with reports that Santos is just holding that baby girl from Matt Gates for about 16 years. Oh. Sorry. All right. No, no, um, no, no, no. It's fair. It's fair. (laughs) There's also been reporting that Santos was uh, rescuing the child from the uh, John Fetterman body double clone farm. (laughs) Oh, no, this is unsettling, man. Uh, But it doesn't take an ace detective to connect the dots between the Santos baby and this statement.
0: But remember, Republicans eat their young. They really
1: do. They eat their young. Terrible (laughs) statement, but it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not sure that's, that makes that statement from Santos that it wasn't
2: his baby (laughs) yet, even more
1: ominous.
2: (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, I'm not sure if any of those updates were true. The Trump clip is real, but other than that, uh, he wasn't talking about Santos. Anyway, he also wasn't saying what he meant to say. His brain's perfectly fine. I promise. It's broken. It's it's neurosyphilis. Come on. (laughs) Anyway, we've got our best people on this story and we will bring you concrete news. The minute we get some, we will... (laughs) That's our show. We'll see you next week with an all new special guest who may have a claim on Judson's title of MAGA Whisperer. Oh, thank God. Thank you you so much for listening.
1: (laughs) Take care, everyone. Be safe. BB didn't help him steal an election, right? Or sabotage Joe Biden?
2: It's true. Trump later backpacked. Backpacked. <laughs> never. He has never once in his life backpacked. No, not once. <laughs>
1: no.
2: <laughs> Pass around party bottom at the G. Pass around party. Pass around party bottom at the GOP cocaine. Pass around party bottom at the GOP cocaine. Pass around party. Oh boy, now we got our stinger. Yeah. Pass- <laughs>